Yeah. Let's go back in time. Imagine your first girlfriend is the one you have to spend the rest of your life with. All right, all right, all right, all right, all Welcome to episode six of the Gangsters and Gals podcast. You are here with your hosts, Sam and Brie. And we are really excited about today's episode as we have some really special guests that have joined us. We have Carlos and Cerbeos. And I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I guess I'll go first. Uh, Cerbeos, Cuba. I was born in Cuba and I came to Canada in 2005. Uh, I used to do dance before all this, but as you can see, I stayed within the arts because I knew that was what I was good at. And uh, yeah, pursued my career about uh, three or four years ago, and I took things seriously for three years straight, and uh, everything's been going up since then. That's awesome. Yeah. Yo, what up? It's Carlos, a.k.a. Spectacular. Black Wall, you know what it is. We in the house. Let's get this. Caliente. Okay. Um, all right. I have a question. I want to know how you guys, like, got here. Mm. Kind of, like, a little bit, like, how did you, like... How do we link up, up, or how do we... Like, like how did you end up journey? in my living room? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Like, in this oh, chair. Like, kind of a little bit of, like, the background So you want to go back, back, okay. or you want to go, like... Yo, man, go as far okay. back as you feel like you need to go. Well, <laughs> oh, shit, okay. Due to certain circumstances, I was incarcerated, but I got the blessing to meet our host today, Sam, when I was uh, participating in this production called William Head on Stage. It's a play made by inmates, created by inmates with volunteers from the street. And our paths crossed because um, we have a lot of like things in common. Like, you know, both have American background. We have, you're a twin. I have twin daughters. So that broke the ice and that was really cool. And ever since- It's always like a weird connection. And, and also, you, you do music, which right away I was like, yo, that's dope. And then when I heard you sing for the first time, I was mind blown. So we became nice. homies since and it's been blessed. But for me and uh, Cerbeos, I remember getting out in 2017, the summer. I got out on a Wednesday and I met him on a Saturday. And I met him at Latin Fest. He was performing, approached him, it was super blessed. Um, we ended up like chopping it up, brought him to the studio. And it's been, it's been love since. He's been doing his thing, and we've been pushing towards uh, towards his career and trying to get it this year for real. I love that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can hear that squeaking. It's coming from the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to adjust. Every time I'm like, <laughs> it's just the chair. It's just the chair. Whoa, <laughs> tranquilo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Yo, chill. My mom's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Beos. Yo, Carlos. <laughs> how did you? How did you get here? Why did you choose to come today? Oh, okay. That's like, dope. yeah. Okay. The hottest podcast in the city needed the two hottest artists in the city, so it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly. Let's Ooh, get yeah. it. Gangsters and gals. Yeah, let's you know, go. Surveils and spick. Capital Wave. Let's get this. I really like that. Me too. I like how you can just go off like that, too. I don't yeah. think. 100%. He's a natural. Yeah. 
Well, I like, would panic. Okay. It would like. Like it almost seems like you guys are trying <laughs> to ask like, some. You want to go into some in depth shit? Okay, we'll lay it up real quick. Uh, I got into music when I was like very young. Started battling. Obviously, certain things led me down different roads. You know, obviously faced with a lot of different challenges growing up, like with poverty and different things. Family always working. Raised by my cousins, different influences. Long story short, ended up incarcerated. Before that, I really had like a dream to pursue this music shit. But when you put yourself in that kind of situation, it really damped down that dream. You know what I mean? It's like a giant cloud that goes over that sunshine. And with like persistence and like positive attitude and putting yourself in a real mind state, I found like that I was able to still be creative, even like in a whack ass situation. And so being able to flourish that was a really, really beautiful thing to find like music and family again. It was crazy. It was crazy. And now we're here. And now I met my brother. And like, like I said, we're, we're, we're doing this shit till the wheels fall off. And I promised myself that when I get out here, I'm actually going to try and do right and actually try to really pursue this stuff and help somebody along the way. Because all these years of being here, like I got to meet a lot of people. I got to network with everybody. So it's always been love. Even when I came back to my city, it's love. Like even from like the OGs to like the most like square people, I, it's all the same. You show me love, I, I reciprocate the same love back. And that's how it's always going to be. And that's just a little backstory of myself. No, I love that. It's cool. We were just we were just talking before how <clears throat> I remember you promised me promising me when you were inside yeah. that you were gonna get out and like this is what you're gonna do and it's really cool to be able to see it like yeah. happening. Thank you, I appreciate I, that. Yeah, I wanna expand shit. on on what you just said and kind of talk about how being incarcerated inspired your music on the inside and coming well, out. When you're like how you found that creativity in there too? Because I know, you know, you can always find you can always find something creative from something real. The best music comes from pain. The best music comes from when you're in that you put your in that corner. And I think when you're met with those kind of challenges, and the environment is is crazy, right? Like you got to remember, you're there with testosterone through the roof. Everybody's stressed. Anybody can get it at any time. So trying to find like something positive in between those spaces for me was my alone time in my cell, just with a pen and paper. It's crazy what your mind can do with just a pen and paper. It's, it's wild. I wasn't even there. There was times I would write verses, and I, I, I forgot that I was even in prison. That's how crazy like you go into that creative mind state, and you're able to... It's it's like trying to gr like water a rose in like a concrete garden, but the fact that it still blooms is is amazing and that we're seeing that like and it's evident that it's it's people can still come out and do something positive with their life. Mm -hmm. I kind of remember that feeling like when because we started doing music on the inside and that was how we met, mm -hmm. and I remember that a lot like when we could do music or like when it was flowing and everything was going together like it did just kind of take you. I don't know, like, out of, like, where we were. Mm -hmm. um, but it was really sick, too. Like, I feel like that environment a lot, I had noticed the program that we started before was just a lot of conversation, which was really cool. But mm. also switching and doing art, it was a completely different thing to be mm -hmm. able to, like, create with other people and feel that sense of accomplishment and, like, work together um, right. instead of just being able to chat. Right. Um, and, and speaking on art, like, yo, a lot of people might think that 
we're fucked up because we write music or we got guys that tattoo in there, but that's just art. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But they try to put like a block on all that. They try to put a block on people's creativity because they just want you to be so robotic. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody dressed the same. Every, you know, it's it's an institution. Once you're put in an institution, it's almost like working in a cubicle. Yeah, it's not really Everybody has to be in the same attire. Everybody has to be a certain way. But you understand, like, when you're from the streets or you're from a different environment or a different background, these rules are hard to follow by, especially when you're always, they're always putting that pressure on you. And they're, they're always waiting for you to pop off. That's the one thing I didn't like about prison. It wasn't the other inmates that were really getting you to pop off. It was actually the staff. And they're always doing something to try to make you pop off. And anybody that's been in that situation knows what I'm talking about. I don't need to go too deep into it, but they know the feeling. I kind of want to talk about making beats in prison. Woo! Oh, we're going that back. Yeah. Yo, oh, I have, I want to start it off with a bit of a story. <laughs> because so when Carlos and I were working on the play, there's, uh, there was one scene where Carlos and another actor have like this crazy rap battle like on stage that then like it blacks out and then it like links into this like really really intense emotional scene where like mm -hmm. people cry um which was beautiful i cried every time because yeah i had such a personal connection to everybody telling their story yeah it was intense I was and so these <laughs> rappers too are like both telling their stories um but I remember when we decided that, like, there was going to be this space, like, for this transitional, like, rap battle. <laughs> Carlos and this other actor were, like, so excited. And so they, like, went up to the music studio and they'd, like, come back during lunch and be like, yeah, it's going to be good. Okay, yo, yo, <laughs> rewind that. The music studio was actually created by us. So, y'all, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm explain gonna, the I'm, music okay, studio Okay, yo, yo, I'm going to break this down real quick. My boy was able to get uh, Fruity Loops. In, as a CD, okay, so we got Fruity Loops. Which explain we, what that is? Which is it's not a recording. Series, it's a recording program and a beat making program. It's it's a software. Somehow we uploaded it to one. We found a computer that we could upload that shit to. We cracked it. We took that computer. We made this sick little lab, and we were actually recording in there. And we were actually really cooking up beats in prison. You saw it. You, I was Yo, cooking up beats. It I was, was crazy shit. It was totally and I'm not a beat maker. But that was a whole other art I got to learn because of my homie who was a beat maker inside. Okay, wait, wait. Let me go back to the story now. So at the end of the day, we're like, man, they got to present it, man. It's almost time to go. And they can't figure out, like, how to get it to play on the stereo in the gym. And so we're like, we're like, yo, we really want to hear it. Just like, I don't know, do it, freestyle, whatever. They're like, no, we have to have the beat because the beat is so sick. So all of a sudden it's like upstairs. And so we come out like into the courtyard. We're outside and they like crank this little tiny window up. It's like you can't like jump out of it. So you can like barely hear anything out of it. They like push all the speakers and stuff up to it and crank it as loud as it goes. Facts. And then just like come down. And they're like, yeah, we can rock this. And it was, oh my God, it was so sick. Um, factual. Everything you it said was, was crazy. Facts. That's facts. We had the whole group out there, and everybody was mind blown. What me and me and the homie made. It was so. It in was ten so minutes. Sick. We did that in ten minutes. Yeah. Because we were so under the gun, like, yo, we need to have this scene, and we need to convince the director by the end of the day before she leaves that this scene's gonna be to in there. To let us rap. To let <laughs> us just <laughs> do our thing. It was wild. Okay, so I kind of want to come out here into the free world now and talk about mm. your guys's music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what it's like like doing music kind of that the creative process of it all but also like promoting it and you know being in rap 
you know, well, rapping. Unless half, Bale's take half this Spanish, one. half English, like just kind of, yeah, like what you're seeing. Uh, sorry, what do you want to know first? <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair question. Break it down for me, please. <laughs> Bullet point. Bullet point. Okay. Promoting your music in Canada, what is that? What has that been like? Promoting your genre, what kind of challenges have you seen? What kind of pros have you seen? Incorporating like, like the Spanish into it. Before this, you said you're most comfortable rapping and freestyling in Spanish. So talk about that. Honestly, promotion-wise, here in Canada, uh, honestly, anywhere actually is is super hard. But like, I feel like as a Latin artist, I've gotten way more support. Um, like with everything, like even like my Canadian like trap songs and rap songs and everything, um, it's hard to like incorporate both sides evenly. Because I guess, like, I'm more Latin than, you know, Canadian, but I'm both, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, honestly, like, all I can do to promote my music right now as an independent artist is on my social media. Like, keep posting it, keep letting people know that I'm active. Like, I just dropped three songs. One is coming out today. And I just posted myself on my own social media, you know, to let people know, hey, like, I'm still out here, you know. Mm. <laughs> but honestly, like, promotion-wise, like, that's actually, like, a struggle. Like, I, I've been having a struggle with it because mm-hmm. there's professionals out there that promote your stuff. But as an independent artist, it's all up to you, you know. Like, you can, you can tell your homies, yo, like, share this up for me, but... Other than that, you know, that's all you can yeah, do. It's, it's really building yourself. The games really change, right? Like, to be honest with you, nobody buys CDs anymore. We're yeah. living in a digital era. Yeah. Exactly. So we don't have, like, record labels throwing down these million-dollar budgets for videos anymore like they did in the 90s because it's on that do-it-yourself mentality. People's mm-hmm. attention spans are so small. So the way to promote yourself is through content, creative content. Just keep pushing that, whether you're putting out music, whether you're putting out videos, you always have to stay active. Mm-hmm. And that's one way that people and young artists are promoting themselves. And they're bubbling that way because most young people are on social media. Yeah. Most people, if you think about it, how, how much time do you think you spend on your phone a day? Yo, I can like look that shit up. Way right. too I much I think there's time. an app for that. Exactly. <laughs> I have to put Absolutely. my phone into and so you a put a comp- <laughs> You put a combination yeah, of, okay, work, yeah. personal stuff, entertainment, it's all on your device. Mm-hmm. So, when you're looking for that entertainment, it's hard to try and get that in your hands because now anybody can upload anything. So, there's yeah. so much content out there. Mm-hmm. And even like these content curators can only do so much themselves because they always have to constantly keep updating it. Yeah, yeah. So, your stuff can get lost in the mist. Like, you put out a song, cool, that's dope. Oh, yeah, I was on this website, nice, but you're only going to be there until tomorrow's content comes and it gets yeah. flushed. It's a very saturated market. It's a very saturated market. And unfortunately, there's a lot of stuff out there that's just, I will say, it's garbage. And it kind of like, flo- and, and then the good shit mixes in with it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's hard a lot to of pick filtering those ones. Because a lot of people don't want to take too. the time yeah. to do that. Yeah. Totally. Just the real, the real hip hop heads or like the real music heads, they'll, they'll take the time to find your stuff and to, you know what I mean, get to know the artist. But most people nowadays, they don't have time to listen to a full album, they'll listen to a playlist who's hot right now, now the whole exactly. game is trying to get on these playlists. 
mm-hmm. is trying to get the attention of these labels because labels don't just want to sign somebody now that's got nothing. You need to have a following now. Mm-hmm. Labels are looking at everything. They're looking at your Instagram. How many followers is how many views does this guy have? Yeah, people won't approach you unless you have you like their standards of where you should be at, you know? Mm-hmm. They're looking for artists to meet them halfway. And what I mean by that is an artist that's already established himself with his own organic following. And then they're willing exactly. to pour money into you. Well, it's like an influencer. They have to have a minimum of 10,000 followers to even be considered. And that's a minimum. That's a minimum. And that's not easy to get, especially when you're trying to get, you know, a real following, not people that don't Mm -hmm. actually mean anything to you or something that might not actually increase your career like what what are those follow what is that following what does that look like yeah it is it's very hard i mean sam and i are working online constantly a lot of social media and marketing because you guys are on the same boat too yeah trying to get noticed and trying to get traction Mm -hmm. and trying to get your listeners up try to get your followers up it's it's a full-time thing like what we're doing right now this is the fun part yeah the recording like, th- th- this is the fun part. This is yeah. what I say. Like, when we're in the studio, we're doing the video. Yo, that's the fun shit. Yeah. What about the stuff behind the scenes? Yeah. That we, we don't the meetings like, beforehand. We're just the not educating ourselves hand. enough. <laughs> no, we're not. And I was just, yeah. I was going to say the research, video. the research yeah. aspect of it too, right? Like, the game has changed so much and music has, like, exponentially you know, created, like Spotify, mm. oh my God, the opportunities it's offered to artists is insane. I love but Spotify, also, but I hate Spotify. It's, yeah, it's still forming too, right? Like, yeah. people are still learning how to use it as it's growing and changing, which like, like you know what I mean? Like Instagram, it's like, oh my God, like another update, we gotta learn how to use it. But it's because it's still changing and growing and they haven't like nailed it yet. But putting in the research, like, I'm a, <laughs> I had to do like, just an intensive research project on Instagram, which was like weirdly awful, but also so interesting. But I like texted Brie and was like, oh my God, there's these little life hacks and stuff like that. Totally for all these things as people are like learning how to use them. But it's like, I'd also like to plug, uh, you cannot trick the algorithm. Mm -mm. So don't try. (laughs) But even like Um, learning it, you're right. It's so home-based and so independent. You have to learn all of these skills and things to get it. But if you don't want to learn, there's another route too. And people forget this, but they just don't want to do it. And that's pay a professional to do it. Yeah. Or connecting too, right? Like, you know, coming together and using this hub and being like, yo. Like your platform becomes our platform. I want to offer this to you. I want to offer, yeah. Like we can all bring this together. and Because when people hear this... We're obviously going to upload it to our social medias and plug this episode in. So now we got some of our followers coming to check your guys' stuff yeah. out. It just mm-hmm. vice versa. Vice versa, right? yeah, exactly. And that's, this, that's that cross-promotion. Totally. But it's right. cool, but too, it's right? Organic. Because like because we have this connection, right? Like mm-hmm. Our followers are really interested in this because we all cross over Which and vice sick. versa. You know, it just letting people know what they need to one hundred what awesome. what they need to yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But like, uh, you're right. A lot of people don't educate themselves, and that's one thing I'm trying to do now is really try to see like, what is this language that in the music biz that all these entertainment lawyers or all these managers or all these label heads speak mm-hmm. when signing artists or even interested in engaging <laughs> with an artist. Everything's representation. This is what I'm starting to notice. Yeah. Everything is representation. A label or Coca-Cola wants to approach you on a, on a, on like a small deal with you. They're not going to go talk to your buddy. They want to talk to an actual representative mm-hmm. so then they can actually take you serious. A lot of people miss this. A lot of people are missing checks because they got like their best friend being, oh, that, that's my manager. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's got no experience. There's only someone with no experience. They, they can only do so much. 
And yeah. this is what I'm talking about. Like a lot of artists don't invest in themselves enough either. You're jacking beats off the internet. Yeah, you made a hot song, but you don't own it. Uh, yeah. You're not so, making any money off of it. The no, you're not. It's, it's true. So to tie into that, and kind of going back to when you were talking about writing yeah. in prison, yeah. and how that was kind of how, who you could, like you were yourself. Facts. You know, you felt super creative, and like that was your passion. That was your individuality. Facts. That was who Facts. you were. So now, w if somebody was to sign you, like, you know, a larger company, do you feel you have to lose your individuality and who you are to make it big? Nah, because the one thing, to be honest with you, I'm not even looking to get signed. I don't, I, these days, the way, like, these 360 deals are working out where they'll float you, like, a quarter of the money, but you got to pay them back three times. Yeah. That's, I'm not with that, like. That's why I said I love Spotify and I hate Spotify because Spotify is a platform for you to get your music out there. But what they're doing now with royalties and mm -hmm. streaming and how you're getting paid is ridiculous, man. It's, it's yeah. actually robbery. It is. Because this is like a person's hard work. Like, like let's break it down, yeah, man. Like, making a song, your artist for making what a song is not worth. an easy task. It's not. There's a lot of things behind it from the production of the beat. To the writing of the lyrics. How many hours on process. average would you say, like, an, a song just is? to give people kind of like, yeah, an idea? An average song, I think, takes 20 hours nice. for okay. the whole process. Yeah. To actually be real and to get mixed and mastered properly, I say 20 hours. Some guys go in 20 hours just mixing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, that's. Yeah, totally. It could, Each it song's be, different. It could, be, it could be like that session and it doesn't get mixed. It could be we could just record this now and not mix it at all, and that's the song. Yeah. Or it could be a big production. I kind of want to segue, actually. Well, I actually want to jump back really quick to something you said in sure. order to segue. <laughs> but um, I'm reading, shout out to 50 Cent. I'm reading 50 Cent's book right now. Sick. It's really good. Also with Robert Greene. But um, <laughs> something he kind of talked about that you, like the language of it all. Yeah. Um, and something I've really noticed that he just kind of talked about in his last chapter was, you know, as he was trying to go grow, and especially in this genre that you know, culturally is growing and things like that, but is also stigmatized in a lot of ways too, or, you know, banned or whatever from different stations. Um, you know, he talked about really struggling with like trying to communicate that or really finding like lawyers or labels who would fight on his behalf for 100%. that without wanting to change him. Well, and yeah. To tap in on that, what's really funny about 50 Cent would have never had that cool could coca-cola deal if it wasn't for yolanda martinez which was his manager mm -hmm. which he was smart right off the hop got a, an actual manager paid her because she's a respected manager in the industry he's like okay i just got signed i can afford to pay this a lot of people miss that step you need that proper representation because you need that person to speak that language to draw up these contracts so totally. then you don't get jerked that's what you're paying the money for is because at the end when it comes to business Someone's always going to get jerked. Mm -hmm. Totally. Well, and it's such a communication thing, too. And I feel like that's a really, it's a huge thing of, like, artists getting taken advantage of is, like, when they're trying to get represented, trying to go into these places and then just throwing, like, you know, stacks of paperwork uh, with all this way. big language that they can't read. But they just, you know, they want this chance, this opportunity. And it, like, you know what happens? it's cool to actually see artists. I know it's hard building themselves up. <laughs> But, like, you guys deserve the respect these, that you these guys labels deserve. Are, they'll you know? throw the cookie jar at the artist. They'll be like, yeah, mm -hmm. here, here's 100K. Yeah. The For a kid that's jar. never had anything in his life, he's going to run with that 100K. Yup. 
doesn't realize that he just signed his life away and he owes the label like 10 albums now and anything that he makes he's getting pennies and he's still like recording 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 for so many years why do you think most of these artists just want want to be free from labels they just want to cut ties with how many times do you see like artists celebrating because they're not part of a label anymore and they're free agents yeah i'm gonna segue this i want to talk about your guys's creative process now sure I want to hear about sure. this. Like, yeah. Promotion. <laughs> to wrap up, promotion's really hard, but you guys are doing a promotion's really good job. Promotion's crazy, but like, again, it's, it's do your research. Yeah. And if you don't totally. want to do the research, then hire somebody to do it. Invest in yourself. That's always the number one thing research. I always say. Such Invest in yourself. If you're tr- really trying to do this rap shit, you know, most of you rappers are hustlers, dealers, and whatever. You know what I mean? So put, put a little money aside. Mm-hmm. You know? Invest in yeah. yourself. No, for real. Like, believe get a manager. Yourself. Get a, no, but and on top of that, believe in yourself. Because a lot of guys are like, nah, I don't want to fork up the seven hundred fifty dollars a month or whatever it takes for me to be represented by this manager. But their job is to bring you jobs, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. why you're paying them. Again, you're employing them. Yeah, if they're not doing the job. Outsource. You can fire them. Straight up. Like, that's how it's got to work. If you're going to take this music stuff serious, you have to follow the steps. Like I said, guys, making the music is the fun part. There's a whole other flip side to that coin, and you got to get familiar with it. I'm starting to get familiar with it. It's crazy. Oh, and the more I go deeper into it, yeah. I'm just like, damn. Yeah, the back footage is definitely the most important. For sure. And you need a team around you. Nobody can do this shit by themselves. Can you? Always, we you always need a, need a community. Yeah, A team facts. around you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, no one... It's just humanly impossible to do it alone, yeah. you know, like, yeah. period. Like, you need people around you to, like, help you get your shit done, but also to, like, help lift you, right? Like, sometimes it's hard to believe in yourself, 100%. you know? Like, oh, yeah. Sometimes you need people like pumping you up. I hire a hype man just to be there. Yeah. <laughs> we hype each other up. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. Support. <laughs> but, yeah, I want to hear, I wanna hear about, like, your creative process. Actually, going to what something that Spick said was that, um, you know, like before, I used to be one of those, like, rappers who just goes online and looks for beats because why I was looking for inspiration, you know? Because actually, the beat says it all, you know? That's the start off for an artist, you know? Like, as for myself, um, I get inspired through just, like, the mood that the, the beat brings, and then I just... You know, whatever comes first to my mind, I, I write it out, you know, or, uh, yeah, I just say say stuff that's real, you know, that's happened in my life or whatever like that. And um, also, like, I don't know, like, it's just, it's just hard for an artist because, like, every time he tries to find inspiration, like, it's on somebody else's terms, you know, mm. sometimes not even on your own terms you know like like if like if an artist does go off on a on somebody else's beat then you know like if that song blows up like look at Lil Nas yeah you know Nas uh, with X, that, yeah, little Nas little Na- Nas he's having X, troubles yeah. with that right now yeah see like what's going that, on with what him? did he say on on yeah. that guy that was on uh beat star and he took yeah. that old town road beat, beat right and he's he, like Recorded yeah. on him. And all he could say, what, but all he could say was, "Listen, if my song blows up, that means you're coming with me, like to the top, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he had no other option. He wasn't gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna pay you off for the beat, you know. And then whatever I get off the song is gonna be mine. No, like he had to give that credit back mm-hmm. to the 
producer, mm-hmm. you know, which I don't know. Like, there's artists that'll be like, okay, yeah, that's cool, but there's a lot of them that are just like selfish and it would just be like, yeah, like if my song does blow up, like I want all the credit, I wrote it, and all of that, you know. And that's what I'm starting to learn, like the difference, like between songs and records. Like a song is something that we record, like we jack a beat off the internet, upload it for free, and see what it does. A record is something that like actually takes real time, and there's actually legalities behind it. Mm-hmm. So there's actually real agreements between the producer and the artist to see how many points each person gets if the song was to blow up. You have to have all these things in order. Yeah. And that's why I'm starting to notice what a record is. A record actually has paperwork behind with actual agreements. You know what I mean? And a song doesn't. A song could just be like an internet beat, like you just said. Exactly. Or like this little Nas X situation where him and the producer, are, I think, are suing each other now back and forth. Yeah, but the label's saying, much. no, we don't pay that because you're the one that stole the beat, so you pay it out of your The label's not going to pay for that. Yeah. Exactly. That's a huge it's, problem. It's a cutthroat business. Yeah. You're swimming yeah. with sharks. Okay, okay. Exactly. So what's um, your guys' vision then? What's like, what is your vision for your music, but also like, mm. you know, for this industry? Um, I don't know. I, f- I feel pretty whole right now. You know why? Because I got a team. And I think that's, yeah. like we said earlier, that's like, that's key. That's super important. Like, going back, like for myself, like I've been super lucky. Why? Because I started out with Mkata. He's like my producer, you know. Um, he's been like my left hand for a long time, you Shout know. Like, to Mkata too. I'm writing, he's producing, we go back and forth. Back to back, like everything I have on my Spotify is practically Mkata because that's that's a whole right there. That's a team, you know, like if I make profit, we do share that bread together, you know, because we created that together. But it's it's linked, you know, like there's no in between. It's just between me and him, you know, and then now I'm in a full team. Now I have like four producers, five producers working with me, you know. And we have that connection. We have that teamwork. We're mm. we're doing this together. It's like a family, you know. I eat, you eat, we all eat, you know. Yeah. So there's actually kind of to link it back to CHP real quick. But when we started to incorporate, we really looked at like a lot of different theories on community and like how to help people that we may not even know or see. Um, and it's called the oh, I think it's called the principles of quality of life chances or something but it pretty much describes that like like we can still have like capitalism or like profit in this way like we understand that like people got to pay their rent people got to eat but when we do operate in these ways where we can like work together to kind of create a web not only does it like lift everyone in the community up, and then you also have these resources kind of to spread to help others, and you can still have these small circles, right? Like we're not asking everyone to like hold hands kind of thing, but when everyone is like running in their own circle well, not only is like the whole community just like running in so much more harmony, but also shit happens. And so if you're running in this web formation kind of, if one of your members, you know, falls through or something happens or there's a Mm -hmm. crisis, you guys have this structure that can like support, exactly. you know, while if someone Absolutely. falls through, they can kind of like, you know, hang there until they can like bind themselves back up again. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, it's really cool to see like artists and like local businesses here and like community members really starting to do that because, you know, like I said, you know, like we, you know, we met when you were inside, mm-hmm. but now I'm watching you come out here and like grow in these really, really cool 
I appreciate ways that. that are like totally but, doing but that. it's just like i've always been blessed to be put in these crazy situations i and i've I told these guys that like every time i come out from a dark situation i always find like an amazing opportunity that helps me grow and the first time i came out i messed bales off hop then the second time i came out now i'm, I'm with g school and alkaline at their studio and it's built into such a big big thing now where we've all come together now to really like form something real and positive for not just the music community mm-hmm. here on the island but hopefully for the music community here on the west on the whole entire west coast mm-hmm. because from what i think right now yeah, we unfortunately spread, some other local studios are, are have been shutting down due to like the covid but we're still here and I think we're going to be the only standing recording hip-hop studio in Victoria. What's that? And That's people so are always like, yeah. no, I'm not. Even my own family's like, yo, you're crazy for trying to like do a business during COVID times. I love I'm it. like, I love it. I love it because we're going to push through this grain. And what's going to happen like last we're time? We're going to be the could, new type of business. But man. hold up. What happened last time people came off lockdown? Right. People started spending money like crazy. When was that? I don't even. I know. I don't. I was well, remember a when child. we had like that little stay home no, 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 order? No, this was like a few months ago. Everybody had to stay oh, home. Oh, this lockdown. <laughs> I'm yeah, thinking like a different. Remember when no, you had no, to no. stay home? Like everybody, like the first fear where everybody was at yes, home. Yes, I was. Yeah. I was here. Yeah. That was like back yeah. in like <laughs> late March, February. And that was for yeah. what, like a March, month, a month and a half, where people kind of were never saw people. It was a ghost town. Yeah, we went downtown and it was nice. There was nobody. We didn't yeah, like live downtown. We used to just yeah. wander the streets. Yeah. It was actually yeah. really it sick. Was the best so cool. I like spooky video. shit. Yeah. yeah, so it was That's perfect. The best yeah. time to shoot a music video. Oh, yeah. Video. It was really peaceful. I saw your homie shooting a music video. That, that was actually something I, I said hello. They were like, who are you? And I was like, I know Carlos. And they're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, see, like, that's when you got to do shit. Take advantage of those times. Right? That's what I, I want to I see it from a different view. I'm like, okay, nobody's there. That's a whole entire set. Yeah, find the opportunity. I was going to ask, like, what challenges have you found recording or being in the music industry and trying to promote yourselves during a pandemic it's actually dope to be honest with you because right now this is the time when people are paying attention yeah this is the time when nobody's doing anything Mm -hmm. everybody wants something so if you're catering to that to that hunger of like oh i just want to be entertained for like a song like three minutes because my attention span is this big and if we could feed that then we're doing our job Yo, and music's changed completely again, too, with COVID. Like, yes. like yes, the online things, like you, congratulations, yeah. by the way, were just featured on Cyberpunk, the yeah, video game. Yeah, four songs in there. Yeah, so. but that's like, you know what I mean? Okay. I feel like such a yeah. different industry that's like coming yeah. out now where all of these other industries are, you know, pulling on this music and starting to tie it because people miss music and live exactly. concerts and like being able to. People miss that People connection. have to explore it in a different way and learn how to connect over music in these like new ways now too. Yeah, like, absolutely. And yeah, I'm, and like I'm super lucky with that, and I'm super lucky that that project that I did with those guys has dropped at a perfect time for me because I'm actually getting a huge boost up from that. That's awesome. You know, so I'm I'm getting a lot of congratulations attention so far. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So awesome. I'm super lucky. Working Shout out hard. to like Conrad. That's my boy. That's my that's my brother right there, and uh, also Johnny, because I was able to see, like you said, um, contact and just having that link between people mm-hmm. is super key. You know, like it's super important yeah. because through that you get a connection somewhere else, another link, and it, and it just Back. creates a full circle. You know, and I find people want the help. They do. That's yeah. the other thing. Like a lot of it is just getting that connection, but a lot of people want that and just don't know where to look or anything like that. And then once they have exactly. it, they're like, "Thank God, I was like." 
meaning to find someone to. It's, it's sick uh, that you, you talked know? about like a spider web because that's honestly the same conversation me and these guys had the other day. Like, that's bro, dope. we I love need that. to create and we need to start networking with these other surrounding people that are in doing like media stuff, yeah. podcasts. We need to see the local podcast. Okay, boom, my homie runs one. Let's do it. You know what I mean? And it's dope that we were able to bridge this gap. And that's what I'm honestly trying to do this time around. I'm not really trying to be an artist so much. I'm actually trying to just like help other artists and build a platform for them to be able to distribute, produce, and make their own music at. You're the web. And that's what Capital Wave Entertainment yeah. is. I'm we telling you, vi- from the visuals to the recordings to the mixing and I'm telling you, everything is foolproof at this spot. Mm-hmm. And we're just yeah. trying to offer an opportunity for any upcoming artists that are really serious about their craft Come see us. We help you. We work with any budget. See, is that your vision? That's my vision. My vision is to actually leave an actual mark. That's me leaving my mark in hip-hop, is creating the spot. Because it's never really been done in Victoria before, Mm -hmm. where you have like an actual label that's actually pushing artists out. Absolutely. We've had studios. We've had lots of studios, but we've never had an actual like... The way you said that, we've had... Okay. Well, and then okay. not only that, but then you're bringing that scene to Victoria and you are creating a whole new community and it's such an important community that Victoria wants because it is here. Well, you're making space it's, for that community, right? Well, and like, what I've noticed, people yeah, are here small, doing right? it. The space is there. Like nobody yeah. set the bar. So all I'm trying to do is set a bar and create that platform. Yeah. Like there's a lot of artists here, but they all, they do leave. They end up leaving and going elsewhere exactly. where they can yeah. and where they can make a name for themselves. Well, that's the problem. It is the problem. Let us we make a name here so we don't have to leave go somewhere else to make a yeah. name from themselves when other artists that are super established can just, they've built a launch pad on their own ground yeah. and they've put that spot on the map. Yeah. And I think that had a lot to do with like it, people seeing like they need to compete almost. And what I've noticed at least with the, the pandemic is that's almost gone. I mm. don't want to see another person that does something similar to me as a competitor, but what I want to do is I want to connect with them and I want to lift each other up where we can work together because I can help you and you can help me. And we're going to build again, back to that community where we're not at war with each other, but instead we're making magic together Moves. and yeah. it builds. Exactly. We're yeah. making those ways. Cause here's the thing. There's just enough fucking space. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to be competing against each other, to be holding this information like against one another so that other people are struggling so that like you're above them mm-hmm. is so You know stupid. what's messed up? Yeah. I've always We're not said about this. it. Like Victoria has so much talent. Yeah. And we can honestly eat off of everybody if everybody did come together. But the problem is everybody's just trying to hold their own or trying to hold the plate. But they're not even eating themselves. No. They're not getting millions of views. They're not doing We should have a now. meeting. Only a few <laughs> artists that are really coming up right now are really starting to get traction. So yeah. if you can catch them right there on, in that same momentum, then that's what you want. You want that traction. Mm. And I like, like the term momentum. I kind of want to bring it back to CHP uh, because one thing that when we started was we've always said we're not here to reinvent the wheel. Mm. We're not here to compete with other organizations that are out there. But what we want to be is that hub. We are here to connect with those organizations because resources are tapped. They are exhausted. Funding has been cut. Mm. They're hurting. They're focusing on one thing, but they're letting others fall at the wayside that are so important and crucial. So Mm. we're here to say, what can we do? How can we help? Here's what we're offering. Let's work together. And when we talk to organizations about that and we tell them that, they're like, 
Yeah. And to do it right, right? Yeah. We want to be systemic about it. It's not just offering these like band-aid solutions or helping with this one thing. It's like, yo, you guys have this serious ongoing pattern b- problem that you're really struggling with. Like cut that shit out. It could be so and simple. And sometimes <laughs> it is just like somebody different coming in and being like, yo, I can see the big picture. Like, you know what I mean? Switch that or flip that. Right. Yeah. But also it's really looking at people too, right? Like, artists all individual everyone all individual and it's being able to provide you know to share these resources so that we can provide what people need mm-hmm. in those moments because that shit's different it's crazy like mm-hmm. if people just learn to remove their ego to the side mm-hmm. a lot could get done but the problem is there's always an ego in between yeah. and that stops a lot of people from pursuing a lot of great things for me, it's like, there is no ego. I don't want an ego. I want people to just come and work. If you're ready to work, then let's work. And that's what this whole network thing is. And that, and you're right. You're absolutely right. It's yeah. tapping back into what he was saying, too, about trying to get out there as a young artist is super hard right now. Yeah. So yeah. Speaking, speaking of that, though, what's like, what do you want your impact to be? Carlos kind of touched on it. What do you want your impact in? music to be i think that i see myself as an example you know that i can bring two worlds together that's my so latin that's side so sick. and my mm-hmm. canadian side you I know love that. so there's nothing more than that like there's nothing bigger it's just it's just a passion yeah what a cool you want to share with the cool entire world you know sick. yeah, yeah. And it's wild because there isn't actually any blown up Latino artist in Canada. So it's a whole untapped market. It's not like when you go to the States, you have a hundred million exactly. bad bunnies. You yeah, like I mean? you see you see Bad Bunny, like right. even like artists like Lil Pump or something, so many, you know, like he's so got more Mexican background, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You see all these young Latino artists that don't really like you can tell they're Spanish, but they don't really flip it like that. But they I don't even, they're not even proud of it. Like, they don't, they don't flex it. They don't flex it. You know, like, the song I just dropped, Panamera, like, I mix both Spanish and English together in the track. I love that. Right? You yeah. know? So it's, like, what, that. It's, it's that crossover, the crossover record. Yeah. Exactly. I think people, like, for me, too, like, man, I wish I spoke Spanish, but just to even hear that in a track is, like, it's so beautiful, and I love what it does, like, to my brain almost, you know, yeah. just to, like... If you think about it, I'm actually doubling my chances, you know? Totally, yeah. From both sides. Well, just conquer, conquering both worlds at the same time. Like, that's mm-hmm. just a vision for me, you know? I love that. It's wild, right? Because there's a, whole, there's a whole market out there waiting here in Canada. But the labels, they don't really sign hip-hop artists. Mm-hmm. They sign, like, Canada's known for its rock music and hockey. Like, y'all kill it with that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Kill it. Exactly. <laughs> But when it really comes to like hip hop, hip hop right now, Toronto is the hub mm-hmm. for like weekend. Oh yeah, Northern Drake, bars. You know what I mean? Like you got all these Spotify crazy, playlists. crazy young guys coming up. Yeah. Out. Toronto right now is the New York of hip hop in yeah. Canada. For sure. In Canada, but when you yeah. come out this way, it's like what's really out here right now? You got like you got you guys from SDK doing their thing, like Mercury, Big Shuttles, those big homies. They're doing their thing. But there's not so many people out here doing it. Like, so let's talk piece. about you doing your thing. Because you have an album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Release kind of coming up. I have a new project coming up. But to be honest with you, I haven't been focused on my whole artistry this time around. I record here and there. 
for kicks, but right now I'm more focused on building this foundation. And once mm-hmm. I feel like I have that foundation built, it'll be easy to launch yeah. music. We're just trying to create this network right now, bringing like what I feel is the hottest artists, the hottest producers, and putting them under one umbrella mm-hmm. to help everybody else. And every Friday night, I'm going to bring in a guest producer, a different producer. That's cool. To just come and be a guest producer every night yeah, so that we can get, or a guest well. artist, just to get familiar with the community and they know that they have a spot that we can come and work yeah. out. Yeah, I love that. That's, so and that's so what smart, I'm trying yeah. to create. I'm just trying to create like an avenue and a space where they feel like, okay, I can go there and, and drop a full project with these guys. Totally, yeah. And it'll be top notch. Go into that space too, I think. It helps mm-hmm. a lot. You know? I'm just focused on the quality control right now, I guess I could say. Like yeah. that's, that's what I'm focused on. I'm focused on bringing people there and quality. Like I've, I'm always big on quality and that's my biggest thing. Like, Quality versus quantity. Yeah. 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 Because when, when they see that, that quality, they're going to be like, damn, this is from Victoria? Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's the impression what up, I'm Vic trying City? to leave. Yeah. And there's a huge yeah. appetite here. And it exactly. is here. It's just, again, like you said, building that foundation. And that's key. When, when have you ever turned on, like, driving? Like, you, you'll hear the local Victoria station. When have you ever heard them? Oh, yeah, our local hip-hop artist is doing his thing right now. You don't. Never. You don't. No. You, there's, Never. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, So let's change that. Rock. You know what we need to do? We need to do, like, what the Americans did back in the day. Just go knock on these radio stations' doors. Just go in their guerrilla style. Look, here's a tape. I ain't leaving till you're playing it. Mm-hmm. Here's 200 bucks, whatever. Yeah. You know, just play mm-hmm. this record. Like, that's how we yeah. almost have to be. Well, Sam and I have an event that, Let's idea just start that our we want to do. Show. When we yeah. can do events again. And we're going to throw crazy. And it will be music and the rap show. And well, I promise you, I will show. be there and I will feature and I will come with him and we'll yeah. come and show love. So, like, this is yeah, a shout man. out to COVID. You need to fuck off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, exactly. wait. I've been I have saying a good, it for a long time. I know, right? <laughs> I have a really good question for Sobeos. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering, like, you coming into this community, you said you guys met in 2017? Yeah. Like, you weren't incarcerated. How is, you know, like, mm-hmm. learning about it and, like, interacting with it a lot, like, impacted you and your music and stuff like that? Oh, you mean with this big guy right here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like, uh, I'm someone that's not, like, judgmental at all. Like, as long mm. as, like, I, s- I feel a vibe, like, if I fuck with you, I just feel it right away. Mm. And no matter what you did in your past or what you're doing right now, I'm not going to judge by that. I'm going to judge by what you're doing right now, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're I trying like to that. change, if you're trying to better yourself, you know, so like honestly, like for me, like knowing him, like he's like my big bro, he's family. So all I want to do is like, I don't know, like get him to focus on the good things, you know, like he loves music. He he knows what he's doing. And I, I just want to support him as he supports me, you know. You guys, so. I'm going to cry. That's so beautiful. It's so yeah, sick to man, see. But like, it's yeah. facts, you know. It's just, I was thinking the other day, like, like, I my family doesn't live here. And shout out to all of them because I really miss them. But, like, I feel like I've really found family up here. Family and I was telling here. my mom the other day, I was like, it's so sick to feel like not only do I have, Love. like, good people around me, but that I have, yeah. like, role models around me, too. Who so are, like, yeah, pushing me sure. and also, like, you know, authenticity, you authenticity. Know, like, who I want to be and, like, showing me what that looks like and what I'm kind of Sam's work that looks pseudo like. mom? Go. It's true. <laughs> Yo, Shout out to my I, real mom and yeah. to Brie, my pseudo oh, yeah. mom. Oh, yeah. There you go. 
But uh-huh. like, yo, the thing is like finding these creative minds. You know what I mean? Totally. And I love being like before creative, before like. like he saw me up on that stage at the Latin festival, like I was recording with the blue yeti in the back of like a friend of mine's car and then Kata with like his laptop <laughs> open, like literally it was just like the craziest thing because we would like buy like Dallas Road or something. Literally, we'd go, we would go like by a beach, yo. And I, and That's I like such a Victoria thing. I'd be, I, I was you right there with that mic holding it in my hand, reading my lyrics <laughs> on, on my phone, and him like pressing a button and be like, yo, record. And then it, it's so difficult because. You know, it's not, you have no soundproof, nothing. But you guys like, made bangers. We made, we <laughs> but did. I love it, though. And you guys crazy. are going to get it. You know yeah. what I mean? You guys are actually just doing it. If You're not just thinking you the music that was recorded, you would never believe that. Yeah, yeah. I also like, bet like, they were. It almost sounds like a made-up story. <laughs> yeah, like like my old tracks, Ghost. Stories. Yeah, all But that's the that. thing, too, right? It's authentic <laughs> and it's raw. Yeah, exactly. It is, right? And you know where you came from, too, yeah, right? Exactly. You remember doing that. Yeah. You have that story. And that matters yeah. when you get the soundproof shit, because right. I know sure. that you just appreciate it like, Damn right. so much Damn more. Damn right. And then you have someone like Spick who just walks along and be like, yo, there's actual places you can go record like because i don't know like i was too i guess i was too afraid like at that time to go out there and be like okay like where do i look for an actual recording studio that's professional you know yeah you pay money and i was okay with that because i was actually like focused and investing in myself i just didn't know the steps how to i didn't know how to you know where to look get my resources going you know so then he comes by and be like, yo, there's, you know, I go to this studio, you can come by, blah, blah, blah. And from then on, I was always at the studio recording. I get a check from my 9 to 5 and I'd be spending it on my recordings. I didn't care as long as I was doing what I loved the most, oh which is God. music, which is writing, which is everything to, that has to do with music, you know? Well, in those first steps, too, that's something that we find a lot is like, I mean, and with everyone, the system's hard. Like, any system, like... You know what I mean? Whether it's like figuring out how to go to university or figuring out how to get a driver's license. So much of it is like, so much of what we do is just helping people be like, yo, this is where you actually have to go. That website's lying to you. (laughs) You know, it's just getting rolling on those first steps and like Mm -hmm. telling people and they want that People wish. You know, they're going to jump on it. Yeah. He was saying like, he just didn't have that. He didn't know where to go, where to look. But it's so weird because this guy was performing for hundreds of people mm-hmm. when I first met him. But you know, like that's it, to me crazy that was the most interesting thing. Crazy how thing. it works out. It's like, so you write? I asked him. I'm like, yo, ways, fam, right? you record? He's like, not really. Like I, I perform. So that was mind blowing to me. Think about that. This guy's writing yo, songs. that is a trip. Performing them, but they're not records. Think about that for a second. He's ahead of his time if he's already performing them. But there's no actual recording. Yeah, dog, you like jumped like a. I jumped. Because this laughing is crazy. <laughs> Just like Zero I jumped first grade when quick. I came to Canada. His his, his live performances are nuts. So I already mm. saw like the talent that this kid was already like, you know, radiating, and I was like, okay, let's work. And it was dope that it, it worked out that way. And I don't think, I don't think things don't happen for a reason. Like there's a reason why I met him. There's a reason why I met Jisco mm-hmm. when I first came out totally. the second time, like right away. And there's a reason why this has come into fruitation and like built like a stronger bond. And I guess I just know the right people and I just like to put people together in the right rooms and let's create some magic. And that's what, I, that's what it's been. I'm just, I like connecting people. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you got this, mm-hmm. you got peanut butter, you got jelly. This guy's got bread. Let's go. Yo, Love honey. Honey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you on cheese. the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to put you guys on the spot a bit. Uh, in the spirit of music, can you uh, want to give our listeners a little taste? Yeah, I got Rap. you. Do you want like a beat or something? No, no. I like a beat. Just, just go you want to go My agility is my professional ability to lock down bars like a correctional facility. Spick tacks at dawn. I bang with the best of them. Wolves on the prowl. You don't want to see the rest of them. Fuck a ski mask. You know I go in bareface. Even leave the victims in the middle of the staircase. If the law catch me, your boy won't sing. Just because I rap, that'll mean that your boy won't swing. See, my style gon' shine like Fidel Sassoon. I'm a trained soldier fresh off Fidel's platoon. I'll blaze up your team. What amazing routine. Have your dogs cooked up like Asian cuisine. <laughs> that was really yeah. sick. That was There's good. a little song, you know? I Should we it. rap battle it? it? Would you like a beat? No, honestly, I, li- I do like a beat. Okay, um, do your thing, do your thing. You know, whatever, okay. put something I'm on. I'm going to set up a beat in the meantime. Carlos, Yeah. what is it like, what is getting here, <laughs> getting here, what is being here today, like, mean for you? You know what I mean? Being like, here? what does it mean, like, what does it mean to, like, get to tell your story a little bit, like? Y'all, you know what? I'm so appreciative to be able to share, like, a little bit of my experience because I know it's just a grain in the sand, but that small grain in the sand with everybody else's, we create a beach. So I'm just happy that someone can notice that small grain and like tap into it and, and enjoy a little bit of what we have to offer. And it's really interesting just being back here and like, you're right, just seeing you now in your element because you, this is crazy. You you almost talked about this. Carlos, I'm so glad we got to connect because you, no. like, I mean, this you is crazy. You manifested this. Remember, we manifested Yeah, this. we did. We talked about that. But, like, I mean, we, like, when we were inside, too, like, growing, like, I mean, we were not yeah. always recording, nah. you know, in this way or, like, at this point. No, we've had. And we, we built, it's we, been a long had time. we serious convos. And we, it was sick because. We, you got to see me in a different light. Like, you see me in a different light. Yeah. You saw me in my creative light. Yeah. And that's different. And that was a whole other experience, by the way. I've never done no acting or nothing. And I just jumped on stage, and it just naturally came. You were so, yeah. And you were so good. I appreciate like, that. Thank so you. good. You were hilarious. That's and dope. That's just me just naturally. connected <laughs> with your character so well. And you, yeah. It was no, that's dope. So well done. I, I had fun, you know, writing that character because it was cool. That's another thing that big ups to Kathleen for letting us write our own characters. She never like ever like zoned us in and said, This is your character and this is what you have to be. She let us like create ourselves yeah. and tell our own story. But it was so sick because simultaneously she provided like structure too. So we weren't facts, just like facts. Yo, who is this person who's got like four different accents and you know? <laughs> like she helped us zone it in. Without like forcing us to be, and that goes someone back, we didn't want to be. That goes back to that individuality. When you give somebody the ability to be their individual self, you're gonna flourish. You're gonna shine through because the chains are broken. You get to do what you want to do and be yourself and your raw, true, authentic self. Those, those Who's productions were always interesting for real because it's the only time you actually feel free. When you see your family in the crowd, you see your homies in the crowd. Yeah. They're coming to show love, but they're also laughing at the same time because you probably look ridiculous on stage with a funny ass outfit. Bro, 
Tell him what I had. Well, tell him what I did at that place. Tell him. I don't okay. even want to say it. Tell okay. him. Yo, he's you? just talking to this banana. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> to the banana. He's like, we're wearing like jumpsuits. And he's, like, he's like half monkey, half human. Like, he, I don't even. It was so good. Yeah, but you the show. gave the banana a personality yeah. as well. Like, the banana was your homie. It was a stuffed banana, by the way. It was, it was but this banana, banana was like the head gangster almost. Yeah, he was <laughs> And it was good. He ruled you the show. such a good job yeah, at that. Really and... That we was had actually never actually met. I had volunteered inside as well, mm. but we had never actually met. That was my only yeah, interaction. The first time with I told you. her about you, I was like, "Look for Benny Bananas." Mm. Um, and I was like, "He was so weird." <laughs> but you know what? Too like you talk about feeling free during that, and that was really impactful for me too, because mm. I'm like out here and simultaneously I also felt that, and I felt it at the end because I sang I sang a song at the end, mm. and I remember you sat like kind of right, right next there. to me on the stairs. And I would always look around at everyone, and everyone was just like tuned right in. And you, like, everyone was like mouthing the words, but it was like, it's man, it was just a really weird moment in time for like where we were and what was happening. It's like almost hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it's a time capsule, right? You see somebody mm-hmm. in that, even mm-hmm. though it was only three years ago, and that's not even that long ago, mm-hmm. but it feels like it was so long ago, and it's wild. Mm-hmm. And I always say, like, we have. Impacts me every day still. Yeah. Long days, short years. Mm-hmm. Okay, real quick. I'm going to give you three options because we're going <laughs> to put you on the spot. So I feel Let's like it's only go. fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have dope rap slash trap instrumental. Sick Ooh. rap beats 2020. Ooh. We have uh, gang freestyle hard trap beat instrumental or next level freestyle trap beat rap hop. Rap hop, rap hip hop instrumental. Yeah, that's really high. It's really high. Like, what is ra- what's the difference between rap and trap? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, the last one sounds good. Okay. Let's see. I, I Next level. If I, featuring Surveyor. If I hear it and I like it. This is an ad. <laughs> Brought to I'm waiting to again, skip you can just it. Switch up and cut. I just put on a beat there. Okay. okay, here we go. All right, let's go. Yeah. It's getting serious on this track, fam. Check it. Uh. Let's wait for that intro. Let's go. Let's get this. Uh. Nacido en la isla de la juventud, no Havana. Mírame el cuello, yo tengo una cubana, ey. Hey, shout out to my own my little cubanas ahí que están mirando aquí cerveos, uh. Ahora mírame, en el espejo, uh. Tira peo, pero mira, yo soy peo, uh. Hey, cuidado con lo que deseo que tú tienes, nunca sabes lo complejo, uh. Sí, así tranquilo, hermanito, en mi pan aquí atrás metiéndole hibo, uh. Hey, check it, I'm muy chico, uh. We in the room, we shining soon. Hey, CISO, uh, yeah. Hey, cut up with a sizzle. I'm a sizzle, uh, yeah. Baby with a nizzle, what a fizzle, uh, yeah. Check it, I'm real nice with a sizzle, uh, yeah. Cooking it real nice in the kitchen, uh, yeah. Okay. If you wanna say a little song, bro. Esto es rap, métele da. Si me do vengo matando los crack y de puta barra te lo voy a quemar. Mira que yo nunca voy a rapear. Hey. That's it, yo, you 
Yeah, I just got some fire. That was so sick. That I'm so sick. sorry it cut off, but that was fire that I was like hoping you'd still hit it. And that, that, that was, was good. I love that. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Sir Bayos, first off, we want to thank both you guys for being here. I'd love yeah, to hear like it. what it's meant for you to be here today, too. Yo, it means a lot. It's uh, It just means that, you know, you out here, too. You know, you're supporting. Uh, you're a fan. You know, you within the community. And uh, I hope that I can bring that support back to you, you know? Yeah, all love, man. Thank you so much, you guys, for being yeah, here. We appreciate. No, we appreciate you guys, man. For yeah, sure. appreciate you showing us up and doing yeah. your thing. Let us come on your platform, you know, and you know, showcase our stuff, and we really appreciate. It. And we actually give you guys an invite to come to our next session too. Just come and hang out and just totally. Come oh yeah, out Capital yes. Wave Everyone listening, you will be seeing more of this in the future. Yeah. yeah. Yo, big ups Sorry. to Gisco. Big ups to Alkaline. Big ups to everybody that's part of Capital Wave. Sean Pizza, we're in the house. Thank you to our producers, Dave and Mike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave and Mike in the house, too. Big ups. And make sure, if you guys are looking for studio time, man, just reach out to any one of us, and we got you guys covered. Let's get it. 100%. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That is episode six of Gangsters and Gals. Catch us next time for episode seven, where we are always your entertainment. Peace, folks. Peace.